Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. When Bob and I were discussing what we wanted the Workplace Prayer Live weekend to look like, we knew that we would have the Sacred Assembly on Sunday afternoon and we knew that there would be a church service, for lack of a better word, on Sunday morning. And so we kind of built the rest of the weekend around those two cornerstones and that was that was beautiful but here's the challenge of <laughs> having a church service as one of your activities nobody really wants to get up and be like i'm going to go to somebody else's church service as part of my fun activities for the day and so i recognize that <laughs> and so the it, the challenge it was kind of a marketing challenge but also a challenge for myself like what is my heart attitude going to be in going as a visitor to this place? And here is what was so precious for me. And I offer this to you in part because it could be that next time you're on vacation, instead of sleeping in on Sunday, you say, I actually want to go and experience what somebody else's church service looks like. Maybe there's some cross-pollination that I can take back with me. So here's the story of the church that we attended. (laughs) This is really precious. So the Stoll family was Mennonite by background, but over the course of some years, uh, different parts of that family were released from the Mennonite church, and they were going to different churches in the neighborhood. And at some point, they started a Bible study at their manufacturing facility, and I think it started with just a few guys and then more would ask if they could come. Can I come to your Bible study? And eventually the number of people outgrew the space. And so they went to a local businessman who had an abandoned storefront on the square. And they said, do you mind if we just use this? We won't, we won't harm it in any way, but I don't even think they needed to pay rent. I think it truly was just like, Can we just use this for a little bit while we figure out what's the next thing that we need to do? And the businessman was kind and said that would be great. And so they moved into that little facility and eventually it came up for sale and they realized they weren't actually going to leave. And so they they bought it, not necessarily as a fabulous investment opportunity, but this is a place on the square in Abbeville and they could... um, maintain it and be a source of light in that location. So they have thought through what do we want our time to look like? And as I understand it, they do a lot of activations. (laughs) And if you think about it, here's a lot of people who didn't necessarily grow up in the church. And so it was precious to me to see how they structured their service. And in many ways, this was a, I was a guest at an unusual weekend. So how much of this was unusual from the norm? I don't know, but they started with worship and that is normal enough. But what was so charming was that they had prayer flags and such up front and little children would go up and take these flags and wave them around and get their yayas out. And some of the adult women did it too. I don't know that I saw any men, but it was just delightful to say, 
none of these children are doing this because they're seeking attention. <laughs> That's, it's ludicrous to even think like, no, they're just having a good time praising the Lord. And so that was beautiful. And then they were, the children were dismissed before the different, uh, it would normally maybe be the time of sermon, but in this case, we are going to hear three shorter testimonies. And so when it was time to dismiss the children, the woman who had been giving the announcement said, children, would you please rise so that we can bless you before you go? And she just spoke a beautiful blessing over them. And then they were dismissed to go back into their area for whatever lesson or story time or whatever they they did back in the back. But I thought, oh, I would love it if we could have our children rise and be blessed before they're dismissed to children's church. And I think my understanding is that they oftentimes will do more times of activation where it's not necessarily, here's this sermon that is being spoken, but it's like, here is a short teaching by a member of the community, and then he or she is going to uh, release some form of transformation. So an example, while we were there, Bob's wife, Dr. Sharon, who is a spiritual director and a doctor, um, not a medical doctor, but just has gotten a PhD in something very scientific sounding. Uh, It's like methods of analysis or something where I'm like, I would never consider that as a PhD. And for her as a choreographer and an artist, (laughs) I think that probably stretched her as well. But the the message that she gave, it was maybe 15 minutes long. And she shared about being an artist and a creative. And then at the end, she said, for anybody who is an artist or a creative, I'd like you to stand up. And this could even be that you own a business and run a business, but please stand up and I would like to pray for you and bless you. So that was one impartation. And there were others over the course of that time. But I thought, well, that is also really awesome. (laughs) It feels very New Testament to say, you know, in Acts 2.42, what it says about uh, the early church is that they met for the teaching of the apostles, for the breaking of bread, for fellowship, and for prayer. And so I don't know if we always have all four of those in our modern meetings, but that feels like a good intentional place to end up. So Lord Jesus, may we echo the patterns that are healthy and good. May we cross-pollinate across your body and take the good. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen.